Hey, hey, everybody. How's everyone doing? Welcome back to the Eureka Moments. It's been about two days that I haven't uh, posted a podcast, and I thought, why not today? Something came up. Uh, I wanted to talk about it, so I may go. I may go off on a little tangent today. So sorry, for, just sorry in advance. I was on Instagram, right? And I received a message from this friend of mine. Uh, we we go way back. We uh, we went to the same university. Uh, I graduated two years ago. I think he graduated like one semester ago. So about well, like two months now, three months. Yeah. So he graduated in December, and. I started posting on my Instagram as of late. I started, you know, doing this whole real thing, going on a rampage, if, if you if you want. And to be honest, it's it's been good. It's been good. I've been posting fitness stuff, anything fitness related, you know, fitness tips and what to do, what not to do at the gym, what to eat, all that good stuff. And it's been going well. I, I think I've been creating like really good content. I've, I'm already at like six posts now. Uh, and counting, of course. I may I may work on a new one today. It's always like a mini skit that I work on, has like the good stuff, the content that I need to talk about, and I kind of like act it out in a way. And it's been going super well, I, I, in my opinion. For the past week, it's it's been something that I've been getting like deeper in, and I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I do want to make a living off of it. Hopefully, that's gonna be the case like six, seven months down the line. But why I say all of this is because I've been hyping myself up. I've been, you know, getting into it and telling myself, oh, my God, this is amazing. I should keep doing it every day. And, you know, you're not going to reap the benefits at first, but it's going to come with time. I've been working out for the past, what now, like nine, ten years, probably even a bit more. And I started understanding how my body works and how to adapt to certain, you know, certain environments, if you may, because, bro, like to be honest, being back in in Morocco, I've I've just I've just noticed that everyone here is unhealthy. No one really gives a fuck about a strict diet. No one really cares if if their body is looking good or not. From from you know from an aesthetic point of view, because that's something that really does, you know, that really does uh, I'd say bother me in a way. Because there is days where I don't have body dysm- dysmorphia or or like you know the, the the disorder of thinking that oh my god my body is not in the best shape ever and this and that, whatever weeping. Uh, people you know get into that's not me of course not but i do like my body my physique looking a certain way and the only way for me to to achieve that is if i work out consistently of course and to get to the point i posted a story i think and this guy this acquaintance slash friend i'd say um he swiped up and i love the dude great dude we've shared like really great moments and all and he, he swiped up saying something super, you know, like, I'd say bold. He was being super bold with me. And he literally told me, he's like, listen, I just want to tell you something. I want to be frank with you. Uh, it's advice, you know, not something crazy, phenomenal that's going to change your life. But it's just, you know, this small advice that could, you know, help you with your videos. And he pointed out that I've been forcing the accent, like whenever I'm expressing myself on the videos. And... The, I'd say part of the reason why I do that is because I want the algorithm. Once I throw it in CapCut, which is a, the the platform or I'd say the software that I, I've been using as of late to edit my videos, I wanted to discern between you know certain words. Like there's certain words that if I don't if I don't enunciate them the, the right way, the way that you know Americans do, I'd say the application is not gonna the application won't be like I'd say as smart to to catch that. So I've been kind of like forcing the accents as of late. I've been like throwing in more of an American accent, except except that I'm not really 100% American. You know, I'm only American by citizenship. 
But uh, I am Moroccan. I grew up in Morocco for a good 15, 16 years of my life, which means that, of course, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to capture the, the accent of my surroundings, Arabic being the main language that I use. Uh, I do speak French, but it's not a language that, that you know, I grew up with. It's, it's one of those languages you learn in school and talk to a couple of your friends with, and that's it. That's about it. And English, is, again, was the language that I used in school. So it was something that I would use like almost, I'd say, a good chunk of the day. So I'm fairly comfortable in that language. But there's always that, that accent that's in the back. I'm never going to attain that certain level of fluency, if you may, and reach that American gringo accent, as we call it. <laughs> no offense to the Americans, by the way. And he pointed that out, and that really hit me for a second because... I did notice that too, you know, like, and I, I told him, I was frank, I told him, listen, like, I love that you told me that, I, I, I do appreciate your advice, thank you for, you know, thank you for, for, for expressing whatever you had in mind, and just being frank and being straightforward with me, because not many people have the balls to do that, and I really did appreciate that, I mean, I did not take it as an insult in any way, shape, or form, I mean, the mere fact that I can speak, like, I've taken, I, I, I've mastered three languages, and the fourth one, uh, the fourth one is Spanish. The other, the other three would be English, of course, French, Arabic, and Spanish. I do have like you know, I have a very good understanding of it. I understand everything. I can speak most of it. You know, I don't have problems like expressing myself. But seeing as I, I have like, kind of like, I'd say overall mastery of four languages. That does affect my accent. Like I cannot attain a level of fluid, fluidity in a certain language, being that. I speak other languages. Like there is not a single language that I can see myself just talking a hundred percent of the time in and and finding every word to every you know in every sentence. That's impossible. So him telling me that it kind of like it woke me up in a sense. And when I say it woke me up in a sense, I mean that it gave me that eureka moment that I always I always try to bring up. That's why the title of this podcast is the eureka moment. I honestly I kind of like I snapped out of it. Okay, and I told myself, listen, Elias, like, why are you trying to be something that you're not? And it's, and I'd say it's true. Like, for the most part, I have been trying to, to become something that I'm not. Like, there is moments where I, I consciously tell myself, Elias, just put more of an uh, emphasis on the words that you're trying to emit, the words that you're trying to enunciate and, and, you know, express to others, and just make it seem like that you're part of that group. Again, there is no group since a language is universal. If someone from Norway speaks English, well, that person can actually have a full-on conversation with someone from freaking Connecticut, you know, as, a, as an example, of course. No offense to none of those uh, states or countries, or I mean country or state, respectively. But what I'm, trying to, what I'm trying to get at is that there was moments that, you know, I start doubting myself. And I do see that being a problem uh, that pertains to the to the lack of self confidence. I'd say because there are there are I'd say there are given moments where I I kind of doubt myself. You know, I, I tell myself, okay, why don't I try to be like them instead of being myself? And again, like I said, that woke something in me. It made me snap out of the reality, or I'd say this dream that I was you know that I was in. I was lucidly. I was literally in in, in a lucid dream. Making myself believe something that was not there, you know? And I'm I'm very grateful that this man actually, you know, went out of his way and just swiped up and told me that because I swear to God, like, it really hit me. And I was going down this, I'd say this rabbit hole, and it wasn't it wasn't leading me anywhere. Because I was trying to I was trying to get I was trying to get to perfection. That's the idea. 
Like the idea of perfection, it's unattainable. It's unachievable. It's something that will drive you insane. So whatever you have, whatever you've been given, because at the end of the day, listen, I can't get ri- I, I can't get rid of this accent, even if I try to. It's something that's been given to me. He even told me he literally went as far as telling me, Elias, just let your Arabic French accent flow through you. Let it let it flow. Let it just come like that. Like let yourself speak the way you want to speak, you know. And don't force something that's not there. Again, like I said, there were, part of the reason was because of the algorithm. But I think the other part, like the main main reason, was me trying to become something that I'm not, and nor will I ever be. It's uh, thing is, it's not like something that I want to get to that's going to change my life and make it for the better. It's just the idea of expression doesn't necessarily mean that you change your accent or adhere to another person's accent or a group of people because the U.S., I mean, in general, like if you're from if you're from Connecticut or from North, North Carolina, I, to be honest, I can't really distinguish between the two. That's That's my opinion. Maybe because, you know, I haven't lived in either state or I am not from the U.S. Maybe if I was from freaking what, like New York, Maybe I'll be able to distinguish between a Connecticut accent and an accent from South Carolina, for example. But seeing as I'm from Morocco, I grew up here most of my life. I just went to the U.S. for what, like five and a half years. Doesn't necessarily mean I have to become like them. You know what I mean? And if anything, it makes me more unique that I'm not like them. Yeah, I did learn a couple, let's say, phrases, expressions, uh, being that, I, that I, I, I lived there for a little while. I mean, yeah, that's I'd say that's a, like an advantage above everything. But, um, but yeah, like... That really, honestly, that really like kind of like slapped me in a way. I got sla- I got bitch slapped to be to be quite frank, to be quite sincere. I got bitch slapped, and that shit hurt. You know what I mean? It, it hurt in the moment because, of course, my ego struck. You know, that's probably like the first and foremost thing. And, and second of all, I I felt I wouldn't say judged in a way, but I just felt like I was I was being looked at. And if he if he looked at me that way, and he if he was telling himself, okay, Ilias. Just don't don't force the accent. Like we all know, you're not a gringo. We all know you're not an American. That's that's not a bad thing. You know what I mean? Just don't force it. If he thought like that, then I'm sure a shit ton of people that follow me on social media and know, I mean, know who I am, and you know they follow my content and have liked my content. I'm sure they thought the same thing. But did they have the balls, or did they have the audacity to come and tell it to me? No. And maybe that's because he was comfortable enough for, with me to to tell me that, which I think is a great thing. Maybe that was, that was the case. Maybe not. I think that was I think that was something that I, I I honestly should take into account, right? And I I am I am in, in in actuality I am going to take that into account. I am going to implement that in the next videos that I am going to be posting because trust me, this is only the beginning for me. I love the whole idea of social media. I'm not saying that I'm I'm you know obsessed with it in any way, shape, or, or form, but it is something that does you know call to me. I, I do feel like it's my calling. I got into the whole social media world about, say, a year, year and a half ago. I started TikTok. It literally blew up. Like, it popped off after, what, the, say, the 15th or 28th video. And it was just me just, you know, fucking around. And I thought to myself, you know what? I have nothing to lose. Might as well. Let's see where this goes. And it popped off. So I started really, like, focusing into it. Uh, I got myself, like, an internship right after uh, right after I came back from the U.S. Uh, it was, you know, it was a roller coaster, I'd say, that that never ended, <laughs> a never ending roller coaster, if I may, and it's 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 a journey, you know, it's a journey like learning how to kind of like cope with life that you're in, the reality that you're put in, and being able to also maneuver through social media because social media, as everyone already knows, it's a virtual reality. So you're basically juggling between 
reality, so life that's you know given to you and you're surrounded by everything that's moving. And then you got virtual reality that you also got to juggle with. And, and it's something that's also 24-7, I'd say. Because I personally, I believe that if you're on social media, you're on it 24-7. Your mind is with it. You're thinking about new ideas of creating new content. What are you going to post tomorrow? If people are going to like that type of content, is it going to provide some type of value? Because at the end of the day, that's what it is. You're providing value to people. And, and to be honest, like... You know, connecting that to what happened today and the, the wake up moment, that I'd say that eureka moment, I would say that that is probably the best advice I could ever get, maybe for the rest of my life. Be yourself. As cliche as it may, as it may sound, just be yourself. Just literally, just let it flow. And he literally said it in these words per diem, he said, let it flow. Just let your Arabic and French accent flow. And again, I could. Thing is, I I took that idea and I and I told myself, you should implement that in everything that you do. You know, because there's moments I am not going to lie to you. I swear to God that every day there's moments that I tell to myself, okay, instead of instead of actually looking at this in a positive way, just look at it in the in the in the most I'd say subjective and negative of ways, and uh, you know, like don't be an optimist essentially. And that's exactly what I've been doing. And to be quite honest, it really hasn't led me anywhere. I feel like if I really just open myself up and I let everything flow through, I think that can change everything. That could honestly be life-changing. I keep saying this every day that every moment of every person's life can change their lives. I, I believe in that. And uh, yeah, yeah, that, that really just it hit me and it woke me up and it told me, Elias, just take it easy, man. Take it easy. There's no one that you're trying to impress, Okay. There is literally not a single soul on this on this planet right now that I care to impress, and it's it's the truth. Like I may I may talk about these things to other people and give advice to others, which is one honestly true to be to be frank with y'all. I believe the worst thing to do is not practicing what you preach, and that and 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 quite frankly, that's been something that I've been doing. You know, like if I I may call out myself, and maybe I'm using this podcast as a way to like vent to you guys. Maybe not. Maybe you can learn a thing or two from this. Maybe even even a small lesson that I, I, I talk about on here. If someone just uses it in their lives, I would be forever grateful. Like that's something that I would I would honestly I would love to hear back from others about. And and yeah, I, I feel like you know trying to force thing force things and you know think, thinking to yourself, oh everything should be perfect and everything that you say and do should be perfect and it should. You know, adhere to other people's, uh, I'd say, opinions and, 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 you know, try to make other people, you know, satisfy other people above your, your own satisfaction. Yeah, that's not really going to take you anywhere. And yeah, that's a life lesson right there. That's a life lesson. I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm going to, I'm going to use that in my life and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to hold on to the truth. And the truth is I'm not a, I'm not a gringo. I'm not an American. I may have been born there. Okay. I may have gone to an American school. But I was I was raised in an environment where it was not American, you know. As as much as I would like to my to lie to myself, I've even had moments in the U.S. where I doubted myself. I was like, yeah, I don't feel like I'm American. I'm as Moroccan as it gets, or I'm as international as it gets. I I always 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 identified myself as an international. Always always there wasn't a single moment where I didn't identify myself as an international. Being that I was, <laughs> imagine someone that was born in the U.S. always refers to themselves as an, as an international. It's absurd, but it's true, you know. And there's moments that that's actually, you know, worked in my favor. And those are those were the greatest of moments because, you know, going to the University of Miami, 
there is a diversity you know involved in 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 everything there because it's a university that's known by I'd say almost every developing or like one of the most developed developing countries and the developed countries around the world. University of Miami is pretty well known and it's diverse. Uh, the people come, honestly, everyone that I met there has come from different countries, countries I've never even heard of. And I love that about it. So me being an international, you know, I, I stood out. And moment people heard that I was from Morocco, oh my God, Morocco, I've been wanting to go there, this and that. It's always helped me in a way where I could, I could never really fully explain it. And I got the approval of others and that's made me feel amazing. But then the moment I came back to Morocco, I've been trying to become something that I'm not. I've been referring to myself as an American. And that's another thing. Like, What happens is that with your self-confidence, you, you got to take into account that self-confidence is related to, to your identity they're interconnected like it's inevitable and it's true but when you identify yourself as some someone that you're not that's when you where you start losing your self-confidence because self-confidence at the end of the day it's what helps you express yourself it's what helps your emotions come out it's what it's what helps others understand who you are as a person and what your goals are because fundamentally that is what we're looking for we're looking to relate to others we're looking not to become like others, but relate with others. That's what I wanted to say. Relating with others is literally one of the most important human instincts, I believe, in my opinion. You know, I'm not probably like the best when it comes to like biology or, or human evolution. But instinctually, and I know this because I have the gut instinct, of course. It's something that just, you know, it's, it's primitive. It's something that's in, instilled in you, engraved in a way that, that's, that's like down to the freaking roots and it's so deeply rooted, there is no way you can get rid of it. And I can assure you that if you take another person, and if you really get down to their roots, you know, you know, and you will make sure of it, that this person is looking to relate with another person. Whether it is through emotions, right? Whether it is through life experiences, and, 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 and a plethora of other things that play a major role in us being human. So I believe, I believe, and this is something that I hold dear to myself. I believe that if I start working on this, you know, the self-doubt that I have about, about myself, about my identity, because I think the identity at the end of the day is something that everyone needs to work on. Before getting to self-confidence, it's your identity. Who are you? Who, what do you believe in? What is it that wakes you up in the morning and makes you do what you do? And why, why, why are you doing what you're doing? Uh, like these questions, they're, they're questions that always come up uh, in mind. And I never really get to the, I'd say to the source or the root of it. I never, I never, I've never given that time of day. And I think I should start, I wouldn't say meditate because I mean, in Islam, there's something that we call like prayers. I mean, I know in Christianity and Judaism and other religions that it's fu fundamentally the same thing. It's a form of meditation. And I think I do need to go back to praying. I, I think that's something I'm going to take upon myself and if you guys are atheists or, or religious in any way, I believe you should do the same. I'm not, you know, it's a recommendation, of course. It's not something I'm trying to force on anyone. And I'm definitely not the person that does that, of course not. But but one thing is for sure is finding your calling and not necessarily just your professional calling, but you as a person. What is it that makes makes you? What is it that makes me, Elias? Like, who is Elias? And I think that's that, that was the main reason why I chose, like getting back to the whole Instagram shenanigan, <laughs> I, I, like for me, maybe in the moment it didn't feel the best, you know, I, I got called out, you know, and, and it was for the better because 
this guy really is looking for for my for my best or looking out for my best or looking out for my i'd say for 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 my future in a way because i do i do believe that social media uh, is going to be you know it's going to play a vital role in my future i, I do believe that 100 percent and and him like really him saying that to me it struck this this part of me that i was dormant in a way i could even say that yeah, it was dormant for a while because i thought to myself i, I really didn't have anyone like to to check what was going through my mind and it was mainly due to the reason to to the fact that i just i kind of like ghosted i wouldn't say ghosted but i i went awol you know when it came to to social media i i didn't post for a while like i had gone months and that's not a bad thing because of course there's people that don't even have instagram don't have no no form of social media i mean my dad is a great example he doesn't have any social media i know different generation and whatnot but uh, I mean, I see it. I see it. The thing is, it's just that now that I started putting myself out there, and which is a great thing because I am learning from this, you know, and throw, throwing yourself to the wolves, basically, because that's what I did with my, with my social media. I'm like, well, what am I now? Like 13K and counting on, on Instagram. And, and I have another account on TikTok. I got like two, 230K followers. Not trying to boast or, or, you know, show off or anything of the sort. It's just... This is work that I put put in, and I'm, you know, I I I, I got results. I'm, not, I'm not, of course, I'm not. I don't I don't deem that as success, or I don't deem it as, you know, the greatest achievement of of, of my existence. No, of course not, far from it. But um, I got far in all of that. Uh, still, I haven't started making money, <laughs> which is not an issue for me. Of course not. Thank God uh, for my parents. You know, I I I, I do believe parents are probably the most important aspect of my life because they're giving me this opportunity i mean i can't really lie to myself you know and no one should if you still live under your parents you know under your parents care and they still take care of rent and they still take care of food those are the primary essentials as a human being you know uh, other than that like we don't really need much to like survive i know that after a certain type of, or after a certain degree of wealth, of course, you start demanding more and looking for more life's pleasures, you know, hedonistic pleasures, as I keep saying, these are things that come later, you know, of course, and I know all of this is going to come, it's inevitable, I, I believe that if someone has a vision in mind, if someone is, because as of right now, I, I'm pretty closed off from the world, I, I wouldn't say like, yeah, I can still socialize. If you throw me in a, a social surrounding, of course, I'm a, I'm a social butterfly. I can literally speak to anyone about anything. I don't have an issue with that. It's just that I chose, I decided. This was a literal decision that I took upon myself. And I vowed to focus on my shit, get my shit rolling. Because to be quite honest, we're not going to live for the next world. 120 years 130 years that's like best case scenario like of course what guinness world record states that someone did get to 120 or 125 there's still someone that's alive to 125 but those are like best case scenarios but let's say let's say i get another what i got another 50 to 60 good years of my life where i can actually still be me okay let's say that i don't want to waste them on 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 ephemeral things you know temporary things i don't want that i want to focus on me I want to make it. I want to get somewhere in life. I want to feel success. And success, I don't necessarily mean money. Money is just a supplement. It's something that's added and it's a plus. If it comes, it comes. If it if it doesn't come as as much as I want it to, you know, I can't really do anything about it. You know, that's just fate. 
And that's something I just can't change. But if I persistently follow my dreams, follow my goals, follow something that's concrete, something that's going to be solid, something that's going to have a base, and I work on it and I give it my everything, in two, three years' time, at that point, I can start throwing parties myself and, and going and doing crazy shit, but like shit within reason, of course, because by, uh, by, by, I'd say by that time, you're going to, you're going to have like so much experience under the, your belt and so much patience and, 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 and virtue that's going to be built in you that your principles are just going to change. They're going to change whether you like it or not. And I already feel them changing. Like there's, there, there's certain things that I used to crave. There, there's nights that I used, nights that I used to tell myself, "Oh my God, I can't just stay here and do nothing." I remember when I came back to Morocco last year, I was used to almost every weekend just going out. When I was back in Miami, straight up five years while being in Miami, having lived in that beautiful city. Again, I always will tell you guys, I love that city. That's a city that I definitely recommend everyone live in for a certain time or go to college. Or send the kids to college too. That's a great city. But what I'm what I'm trying to get get, get at is that if I am to to reach that goal, I need to sacrifice. Because I remember when I came back, I swear for a couple of weeks I was kind of depressed, low key, telling myself, Elias, you need to go out. Elias, you need to go and live life a little bit. I agree with that. I'm not saying otherwise. Of course I want that. But I want to go out and 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 feel free financially free and be able to tell myself okay tomorrow you have a goal but tonight you can actually have some fun that's the thing i didn't feel that when i was back in the us my last job uh, i worked for this uh, tattoo manufacturing company it was a great experience but someone from my family had uh, an urgency and it, it was bad and they they died so yeah that was that was a sad part of my life but anyways yeah, so anyways, um, that happened and I just, you know, I zoned out and I was like, okay, I need to come back to Morocco and be with the family, be closer and see how things are going and, you know, try to do something about it. It was hard. It was hard to be quite, quite frank and honest with you guys. It was hard for the first couple of months. I was depressed, okay? I, got, I had gone through like this, these moments of depression. Of course, I'm not one to like go through depression and then demand that I go and see a psychologist and start, you know, being psychoanalyzed and this and that. For me, I believe it's a bunch of horseshit. If you can't work on your stuff yourself, of course, yeah. If you have some type of mental disorder, I believe go and 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 speak to a to a psychologist or or, or psychotherapist or whomever that can help you. Or like uh, seek medical attention. Of course, I believe in that. But for my for my situation, I knew I was mentally fit to to basically basically do anything. I've never had issues from that aspect or with that regards, but. Speaking about that, I, I, I noticed that I let, I let my emotions get the best of me. And for the first couple of months, I, I just got into this, this, this whirlwind of emotions, to, to be quite honest. And I just let myself, you know, sink into it. And this rabbit hole was just like, it was literally a deep pit that I just kept sinking into. And finally, my, my mom, like, she basically helped me out and found me this internship that got, got me up and going again. I found this... You know, I, I kind of like re-found or rediscovered myself again. I got back into a discipline of like wake, waking up in the morning, having some type of purpose, going and working, learning, and get kind of kind of learning the, the 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 ropes of, you know, freaking real estate because real estate is what we're into. Like my my family's into the real estate business and stuff. But once I got into that, I had I had like a routine going. 
I started working out right after work. So I kept going with that. And I noticed that over time, it just got, it got, it didn't get easier. It just get, it just got less hard. So, so when it came to that aspect, the idea of it being less hard was what helped me like get through the months. And I, I had an objective in mind. Okay, so by the end of this year, I'm going to be back in the US. I'm going to take a break and then come back again. And again, it's not easy. Of course, like what we're going through right now is very hard. It's, it's a moment in our lives that's super hard. But this is what makes you or breaks you, you know? And, and, and here's how I think about it. Every day I tell myself, whatever event that you go through, whatever scenario, whatever situation you go through, it's going to make you a better person. Okay, it could be an easy scenario, but maybe in your mind, you've made it so hard that once you overcome it, you'll be able to overcome something a bit harder. And that's how it happens. Uh, to be honest, like there, there were so many things that I just, I, I, I decided to not even think about and told myself, you know what? Okay, it's going to get better. Don't worry about it. Tomorrow is going to get better. And I just kept kind of like pushing that, the, that emotional outbreak or that emotional downfall. Maybe, maybe that's a good way to describe it. That was about to happen. I just kept pushing it off and I kept doing that until things actually started getting better. And I built I built this resistance in me. I didn't know it at the, I didn't know it at the time, but now that I, you know, in 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 hindsight, thinking about it, I I honestly have came to I'd say even a conclusion that I am I am not the same person I was last year. As simple as that. And being detached, having been detached from Morocco for what, five years, not even knowing what in the hell was going on, in, like back here, especially from my parents and, and, and what they were going through, uh, like they were going through hell. And I just completely disassociated myself from everything. I told myself, listen, if you're in the US and you're in college, freaking live it up. You know, these are, these are the years, as they say. And it was it was a good a good run as uh, as long as it lasted. And I'm not saying oh my god it's already done everything all type of fun is gone. No 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 no, it's nothing to do with it. It's far from it actually. 25 years old, I'm gonna turn 20, 26 in December, but that's a long way you know a long way from now. Life is gonna get better. Life is only going to get better, but that's only if you stay focused. You know what I mean? If you stay focused, right? And if you do good, you know, if you do good, you will, you shall receive good. Sometimes it may not apply because given that we're in Morocco, third world country, people are still fucked up in their minds, quite frankly. And that's that's a subject for another, another episode. I want to talk about how uh, third world countries, especially a country like Morocco, you know, I'm not going to talk shit, but I am going to say that there's so many things in the business world here that are fucked up, right? And it, this is not from a judicial point of view or government point of view. It has, has nothing to do with that, but it's from the people, the actual people. You know, the people, the, the citizens, the people that you call my brother or my sister, all of these people, they're fucked up, you know? And I, I, I realized this very late in, in, in my life because in this day and age, it's not like I was before, I wouldn't say yesterday, but before, I'm talking like 20 years, 30 years ago, when there, was, when there were still genuine people in this country. Now things have just got, got gone for the worse. You know, pe people have become worse. People have changed. People are wanting more. People are wanting to, you know, eat from another person instead of like eating their own shit or working for their own shit. They'd rather just steal and they'd rather just uh, scam because quite frankly, that's exactly what's, that, what I've been experiencing, especially with, my, with, with the family business and all. I've noticed that it's just scammers and scammers. But again, like I said, I'm going off on a little tangent again. Uh, that's a that's a, um, a subject for another day. Hopefully, uh, another podcast that I 
you know another podcast that I'm gonna I'm gonna release soon hopefully but yeah hopefully you guys have gotten something out of this I got a lot out of it I I realized some things as I was saying them but stay tuned guys and if you have any questions um, you'll find my Instagram handle connected to this podcast and thank you so much and have a great one